Hello and welcome to Race to the Bottom. I'm your host, Joe Harmon. This is episode nine. Since December of 2018, a story has been growing in Afghanistan and affecting the Afghanistan national women's team to a degree that it really pertains to the the worst horrors that can exist in sport, in football, and that's the horrors and issues of sexual abuse and physical abuse. Now, in December 2018, Khalida Popal, who is an ex-Afghanistan women's national team player, one of the pioneers of women's football in Afghanistan, who unfortunately had to flee Afghanistan and seek asylum in Denmark, where she now lives, reported and came out that during a training tour involving a match against Uzbekistan, several players confided in Khalida Popal that they had been sexually abused and physically abused by the head of the Afghanistan Football Federation, Karamuddin Kerim. Now, it's the greatest fear, I imagine, with the growth of women's football. And it's something that we've actually had to face quite recently on a youth level with the Barry Bennell case of sexual abuse and Crew Alexandra and Man City being involved in, in those issues. And I guess up until recently, we haven't ever had to really think too much about that issue affecting girls in girls youth football there may come a time where we have to be really robust and ensure that the same errors that were committed involving young boys is in no way committed again regarding young girls what has happened is that it's clear now that women footballers from afghanistan representing the national squad have been sexually abused and preyed upon because they are in a vulnerable position. Those of us that aren't aware, to be a woman in Afghanistan is and reads like it, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. 80% of suicides in Afghanistan are women. That's from the Afghan Independent Human Rights Commission. 87% of all Afghanistan women have been victims of physical abuse and or sexual abuse. That's from the United Nations Population Fund. The UNICEF report that came out recently, one third of all Afghan girls are married before 18. In spite of this, people like Khalida Popal, and those of you that haven't read about her, you really need to. This is someone who, driven by her absolute love of the game, went to extreme lengths to play and participate in her country. It's a beautiful thing to learn about. And she took that resilience to wanting to enjoy the game and allowed it to unfurl to the women's national team. And maybe three or four years ago, it was a very exciting time for Afghanistan women's national team where the idea and the reality of participation and recognition as a female sports person was being achieved. All of this has been undone in these last couple of months because there is a standstill at the moment. FIFA to be fair, have acted pretty swiftly when it has been raised to them. It said it was first investigating the claims of sexual abuse in 2018. Uh, the Guardian, I think, broke the story with an interview with Khalida Popal regarding these claims of sexual abuse. To give you a context of perhaps the really dark side of what is being put forward here, Karamadin Karim has in his office a keypad lock for a room. That room has now been identified as the room in which these sexual abuses were committed. The office and the headquarters in which he has committed these acts was paid for by FIFA. Now, I'm not in any way sullying FIFA with this. 
plenty that I can sully FIFA with. It's quite disturbing to go through those layers. Kerim has been banned and was banned immediately by FIFA in December 2018. I believe it was for 60 days to allow the Afghan Attorney General's office to instigate an investigation alongside FIFA. Those investigations are still ongoing. But last week, Kerim had been issued an additional extension of 90 days. So therefore, he is still not able to affect in any way the investigation. Important points need to be made here. Haley Carter, who is an American ex-footballer, who is now the coach of the Afghan women's team, has spoken on Twitter and came out and said it's very important that the overall administration board, those working within the AFF, they too should be either suspended or not be allowed to subvert the investigation. It's very important that all of us as football fans and those of us that would like to see and implement changes in the game are very aware of the issue of sexual abuse, especially in countries where women still have a vulnerable position in society for whatever reasons. It means that they can be leveraged. That is an accusation that Khalida Popal puts forward, that these women were leveraged by their abusers. Those awful tropes that exist within the sexual abuse kind of narrative have played out with these women who want nothing more than to be able to participate in the global game of football where it should be that avenue for you to be free. That's the beauty of sport, that's the beauty of football, that those 90 minutes, that window where you play the game or participate in those events, it is freedom. And it's been taken away from the Afghanistan women's national team. My only hope is that FIFA go through with this, they follow it through to the end, and as an outcome of it is not just prison terms or lifetime bans, but also implementation legislation to improve and ensure that these things can be flagged sooner in the future and that there is a clear pathway for women to report and have these abuses acted upon appropriately. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. If you do wish to get in contact or you wish to subscribe to the podcast, it's on iTunes, Spotify, it's on SoundCloud, Acast, Stitcher, all good podcast platforms. If you wish to get in touch, I'm on Twitter via RTTB Podcast or at Ginola's Left Foot. Please DM, please message and share. Be active and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Race to the Bottom. <laughs>